Welcome to another CMB Health Abridged episode. Today, recapping diet. A tricky place for a lot of people, but if you can follow these tips more often than not, you will do very well. So when making your meals, try to prioritize protein and above ground vegetables. Reason being, it's almost impossible to overeat these kinds of food. Steak, chicken, eggs, fish, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, green peppers, cucumbers. Nobody is getting overweight eating these foods and they're, they're, they're not the type of foods that push you, that motivate you to eat more and more and more and more. So if you prioritize these types of foods at mealtime, you're much less likely to overeat more consequential foods. Number two, limit starch and eliminate sugar. So starchy foods like root vegetables, potatoes, sweet potatoes, even throwing carrots in there, rice, pasta, bread, wheat products, things like this, not necessarily bad for you, but not very nutrient-dense foods that are offering you very much nutrition for the caloric cost. So while it's okay to have those foods in your diet, you don't want to centralize your diet around starchy foods. And sugar, we're talking about added sugar here, not uh, the little bit of sugar you might find in some vegetables or uh, the moderate amount of sugar you might find in a whole food like a fruit. We're talking about added sugar here. Sugar that you might actually add to your food in baking or in your coffee and tea or something like that. But also the added sugar that you find in many packaged foods, in cereals, in uh, snack bars, things like this. Eliminate sugar. It serves no purpose in your diet aside from being a source of stimulation and many uh, very exciting, delicious foods have added sugar in them, but it's likely the worst thing you can put in your body. And these foods in liquid form are the worst of the worst. So juice, pop, things like that. We absolutely want to rid of all added sugar. Next, sticking to healthy fats. So this would be the fats that you find in food. So that might be in something like avocado, nuts and seeds, fish, some of our meats. Those are all healthy fats. Dr. Appleton would argue that too much saturated fat is a problem, and that would be found in foods like red meat. But chances are you are not going to eat saturated fat from red meat in a way that is consequential. It's much more the fats, the saturated fats that we find in processed foods that become problematic. So as long as you're eating a whole foods diet and you're getting your fats from those whole foods, you will be fine. The added fats that we use for cooking and dressing and things like that, so things like olive oil, things like butter, again, completely appropriate. Uh, especially fats like uh, olive oil that are a little bit more on the monounsaturated side. But even something like butter is okay as long as you're not cutting off a stick of it and putting it in your coffee like some people do. If you've ever heard of uh, bulletproof coffee before, this is uh, actually a thing that some people recommend. We're certainly not going to recommend that here. But I want to be careful not to demonize saturated fat. 
But if there is any evidence to suggest a specific type of fat would be problematic for you, it would be saturated fat. Also in that group are highly hydrogenated vegetable oils, seed oils. So the, the literature here is somewhat controversial, but I would say things like safflower, uh, safflower oil, cottonseed oil, these highly processed hydrogenated seed oils are not necessary. So why run the risk of putting that sort of food in your body when there's better options out there? So avocado oil, olive oil, things like this are probably going to serve you better when it comes to fats that you use for cooking, fats that you use for dressing, things like that. And again, butter on occasion is fine. Just don't get crazy with it. Next, don't eat all the time. So if you wake up and you eat first thing in the morning and then you have a snack an hour later and then you have another snack and then you have your lunch and then you have two more snacks and then you have your dinner then you're eating twice before bed you are constantly pushing up your blood sugar and you're constantly producing insulin in order to bring your blood sugar back down and when you do this for a prolonged period of time this can be one of the uh one of the scenarios that results in insulin resistance which Dr. Appleton talks about. So going time without food is an important thing to do. And maybe that's just your, your overnight fast turns into a 12-hour fast. So if you finish eating at 8 p.m. at night, don't eat until 8 a.m. the next day. But get away from this idea that in order to lose weight, burn fat, be healthy, you need to be eating every hour to an hour and a half in order to stoke your metabolism and keep your metabolism running. That is, a, uh, that is a highly debunked concept that is probably more harmful than helpful. So if you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and one snack mixed in somewhere that is the most psychologically satisfying for you, which for most people is the end of the day, that is probably all the eating you need to do or the eating that is gonna be most advantageous for you. And again, we want to have a reasonable overnight fast and 12 hours is probably good for most people. Try your best not to eat right before bed. Again, this is a tricky one for people, but if even you know an hour and a half before bed, you can stop eating, that will go a long way. And lastly, and most importantly, you must plan. Meals must be planned. Lunch at work or whatever you get up to during the day needs to be planned. Most importantly, in my opinion, your snacks have to be planned. If you do not plan, you are going to outsource your nutrition to whatever is convenient, whether that's what's brought in at work or fast food on the way to work, on the way home, or in your fridge and cupboard at the end of the day. If you're not prepared, if you have not planned, you outsource the control of what you are going to eat. So that is the abridged podcast for the dietary component of our intro, our four-part intro episode. I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you on the next episode.